I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to... The Munstercast. Episode 58. Welcome back, everybody, to the Monstercast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. I am, of course, your host, Mike Shrews, here with my host and friend, Tivis. So, please, Tivis, tell us all, dramatically. How are you doing today, dude? I'm doing better than you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's doing better than me. All right. For well, the listeners, uh, just a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, Mike is once again remodeling. Here we are another spring and he's got another room to remodel. <laughs> yep. I'm sure I'm going to have another one after this one too. Um, <laughs> so real quick, all the dirty business, you can find the monster cast on all podcast services, of course, first of all, and social media via Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also see our pretty ugly faces over at YouTube at youtube.com slash at the monster cast. You can also swing on over to themonstercast.com. There you can check out all of our freaking content, video, audio, uh, written stuff, anything that you can find over there. You can also email us at themonstercast at outlook.com. There you can tell us your monster stories, or if you want to try and come on to the show, let us know, and we can try and schedule that. We have a few people who we are um, working with to get scheduled up properly to come on and oh geez, talk with us and go about our monster business. So uh, yeah, definitely hit us up there at themonstercast.outlook.com. You can also swing on over and get some awesome monster merch made just for Y'all out there, Munster fans, uh, themonstercast.com slash merch, or you can just go to themonstercast.com and click the merch tab up in the top of the website. Again, everything that is, revolves around us can be found pretty much on the website. Uh, you can find our social media links there, um, Twitter, all that stuff, YouTube, everything. If we're on it, it's on the website for sure. Um, you can also click on the little mic icon on the right-hand side of the website and leave us a voicemail, which we can play on the podcast on air for you. So if you want to tell us a monster story, something you loved about the monsters, something you, you might not have liked about certain uh, iterations of monsters, things like that, anything you got, just let us know and uh, send us a little message right there on the website and we'll play it right for you on the podcast so everybody can hear those are a lot better um coming straight from your vocals rather than us just repeating something from an email but we also love the emails that we get from all you guys out there as well um you can also just message us on any social media platform yeah and uh don't forget about our patreon which is basically just a tip jar but if you do help us out there you get access to our discord which is where you can watch along with the monsters today with us uh mike very 
graciously puts them up a week in advance. So you have a full week to watch it before we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, um, it, go on. Oh, no, go, go. I was going to move on to uh, the next. If you guys don't want to mess with Patreon at all and you do want to just help the show out, too, uh, there are links in our description for just like a straight up tip jar. There are links or there's actually a thing on the left hand side of the website that you can click and just tip donate however much that you guys want to to the show as well. So that's all set up as well. So because I know some people out there don't either mess with Patreon, don't have a Patreon account, things like that. Um, But if you do want to get a hold of the discord, unfortunately, is linked to the Patreon. So that's the the main thing with that one there. But if you just want to help the show out and stuff. uh just go on and hit one of those tip jars somewhere else too so and something else that'll help the show is leave us a review on any services that you can uh you know youtube Mm -hmm. uh, your podcatcher of choice throw it out into the Mm -hmm. internets whatever also make sure to tell a friend all this stuff helps the show way more than anything else definitely does definitely does and uh i think that's it for us but we got one more. Well, well, yes, us. Yes, for us. <laughs> uh, one last thing is you can swing on over to the RondoAward.com and uh, vote for the recent Munsters film uh, to uh, win the Rondo Award there, guys. It is up yep. uh, along with a bunch of other categories. There's tons of categories there, uh, tons of different Right, us in the, the podcast. Yeah, there's podcasts there. You can write us on into there if you want to uh, vote for us as the podcast for the year, I believe it is. Voting ends when, Tivis? April 23rd. So when this episode comes out, you have three more weeks to vote. Okay. Awesome. So uh, definitely take advantage of that, guys. Uh, anything that helps um, Munsters win awards or even just get recognition, just just being nominated in there is kind of cool for the movie um in general um so definitely do that and and it would also be awesome even more if a monsters podcast was nominated guys so write us on in yeah definitely uh i have yet to go on there and vote for anything i need to get on there tonight and do that myself um yeah in my free time of five minutes during the day (laughs) (laughs) that's my plan for today do that and then taxes yes oh tax season (laughs) there goes my five minutes for the day (laughs) uh yeah all right yeah definitely check that out go over there hit up uh the rondo awards uh it's the classic horror awards if people aren't familiar with it um they they have a whole about me or about us section stuff like that on the website so you can learn more about it too before you just go and put on your vote and stuff because i know some people are very picky about what they do on the internet nowadays which is awesome because you should be um Mm. other than that guys i don't believe we have much left to say or to news or anything like that nothing new has come out yet about the monsters um yeah and and then some of the things that we just have coming up is uh episodes and more episodes and more episodes (laughs) so which one are we talking about today mike today we are talking about Rock Fever <laughs> aired December 3rd, 1988. <sighs> Definitely fun show to this. All right. So 
Here's my uh, written up synopsis. That's not really a synopsis. It's just like a whatever. This week on the Monsters Today, Marilyn plays groupie and lets the band crash at the mansion. While Lily is looking forward to her anniversary with the help of Grandpa and one of his crazy inventions, will chaos ensue? Find out with all that and more on this week's episode of the Monsters Today. Rock Fever. Okay. And yes, I called Marilyn a groupie in that, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. Okay. Um, what you got so, for us? Yeah, there's a season one, episode nine. This is the 79th episode overall of the entire Monsters run. Uh, this was written by Ted Bergman and Kathy Joseph. Now, Kathy doesn't have a whole lot, so I'm going to start with her. Um, she's only got three writing credits, uh, this show being the last one. Um she also did an episode of Give Me a Break and one episode of Small Wonder. So, uh, you know, short little career, but mm-hmm. eh, appreciate her cont- contribution with all the same. Uh, Ted, on the other hand, has done quite a lot. Uh, he wrote season two, episode 19, The Most Beautiful Ghoul in the World. If you remember, that was his very first writing credit. Okay. Uh, he did 26 episodes of the Smo- Smother Brothers Comedy Hour, which got him nominated for a primetime Emmy for Outstanding Writing Achievement in Music or Variety. Uh, he did 12 episodes of the Jonathan Winter Show, 11 episodes of Sanford and Son, and 13 episodes of Give Me a Break. And of course, there's some more as well, but mm. that, that was some of his highlights. Uh, so we got a quite a distinguished person helping out uh this was directed by peter isaac excuse me uh this was his only directing credit uh i did mention him before but i don't know how deep i got into it he produced 20 project and acted in 27 um you may remember the name because he previously directed designing monsters and farewell grandpa and he'll be back again for episode 16 so nice Nice. Uh, Spoilers. The, <laughs> as a director. <laughs> Spoilers, man. What if we really loved his style and we're like, oh, man, we're never going to see that again. And now you spoil we'll it. We're going to see it again. He did it. like 13 episodes. I said that last time. Well, I'm saying like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> you know, I only listen to half of what you say anymore. I'm aware. <laughs> So or, we have, or I listen to everything you say, and then only like half of it sticks. <laughs> we have four guests this week. Yes. Uh, the first one is the one who's got the most here. Uh, David Coburn as Rick. Uh, he wrote two things in 2016: Cockatoo Spritz and an episode of the miniseries What the Fuck France. <laughs> I had okay. to mention that one because why? Why wouldn't I? Uh, his first acting credit was Jimmy on two episodes of Different Strokes. Uh, he voiced Dan Parrott in Pole Position, which I've never heard of this show, but maybe you have. Uh, here's the synopsis for it, Mike: a teen stunt car, uh, uh, a teen stunt car team secretly fights crime with the help of their artificially intelligent cars. 
Now, where do you think they got that idea from? Maybe a show that premiered two years prior? Nice uh, uh He was on an episode <laughs> of Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, he played Walter Potter in Harry and the Hendersons, and he was the voice of Captain Planet as well as the narrator and Captain Pollution for Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he's got a long career of like voice acting and a uh, bunch of stuff. Highly recommend checking him out. Next, we have Alan Fawcett as Freddie Wonder. Uh, he played Kelly McGrath on The Edge of Night and Russ Trent on Dangerous Woman. Uh, then we got Rob Garrison as Ralph, who played Tommy in Karate Kid, Karate Kid Part 2 and Cobra Kai. And he was also known uh, known for uh, Sayer in the 1980s slasher Prom Night, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And finally, we have Joey Green as Ron, who played Gilly Walker in Little Vic, which won him a New York Emmy in Outstanding Children's Programming. And mm-hmm. he was also Frank Wilson Jr. on uh, Rocky Road. He was also in The Exorcist, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming he was a kid. Yeah, it says young Kakumo. So Yeah, it wasn't a major role, I don't think, so that's why I didn't include it. But like no. I said, I always say, check these people out for yourself. You may be surprised where you recognize them. It's, it's like he did the monsters today and then he only had two other projects afterwards mm-hmm. Um, for Joey Green. And uh, did he pass away or something or just quit acting? I don't, it doesn't show any information on him at all on that. I'm not sure. All right. Anyways, uh, is that all we got for actors and or for cast and stuff like that today, dude? Yep. Awesome. All right. Uh, with that said, guys, that's it. Show's over. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's dive on into this. First of all, I would like to uh, point out uh, we get a little, a slightly different um, angle on the house this time. Very slight. Very slightly different. But we open up to a a pan across the TV with those pesky bunny ears. And they are very prominent in this uh, shot right here. Very Mm. prominent. It's like right in your face. Um, So, yeah, the bunny ears are back on the TV, guys. I love it. Yeah, Eddie's doing his homework and Grandpa's watching a musical. What's the musical, Mike? Psycho 2, the musical, <laughs> which is not a musical. Uh, no, and Eddie says this much to him, and he, as a woman screams, he says, that sounds like music to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this would have which, been, Psycho 2 came out, okay, yeah, early 80s probably, yeah, for the yeah. second one. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a second one, I'll be honest. Dude, there's like four of them. Really? With the original uh, uh, guy with uh, the um, uh, uh, Anthony Perkins. Oh, wow! I, I know, uh, my wife and mother in law watched the Bates Motel, the TV show. My wife had no idea it was a prequel to an old movie. I'm like, yeah, because that's because you don't watch black and white movies like a weirdo. What? 
how does she not does she just not know about the Bates Motel or anything? Nope. <laughs> so there's one, two, three, four, five movies uh in the original set. Oh no, wait. No, no, one, two, three, four in the original set with uh, Anthony Perkins. So mm-hmm. you have Psycho in 60, Psycho 2 in 83, Psycho 3 in 86, and then Psycho 4, the beginning in 1990. Then, of mm. course, the remake in 98 with... Um, Didn't know uh, there was a remake. <laughs> yeah, it had... Uh, What's-his-face played? Norman Bates. Um, um, Vince Vaughn. Uh, really? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. I gotta find this now. I love Vince Vaughn. And then they had uh, Bates Motel made for TV movie in 87, which mm-hmm. I didn't know about that one. I'm sure it probably sucks. And then, of course, the Bates Motel TV show from 2013 to 2017. Yeah, she got so. mad at me when I said, oh, this is the guy who talks to his dead mom. And <laughs> she's like, what do, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, oops. Do they get all I I never finished the show. Do they get all the way into that stuff or no? I don't. I didn't pay attention. Okay. I just remember that guy went on to play the good doctor, and all I see now is him playing Norman Bates as a doctor, and I'm like, I don't trust you. Yeah. (laughs) Every time that show pops on the TV, I'm like, yeah, that's Norman Bates, my man. (laughs) Isn't it also the kid same kid who played like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory in the Willy Wonka series? I do not know. With uh, Johnny Depp? I believe so. I thought, I think so. Anyways. I don't, I don't uh, remember. Anyways. I mean, it is a universal yeah. uh, product, too. So is everybody it? always yeah. forgets that. Yeah. Cause so Norman Bates is technically like a universal monster? Killer? He's <laughs> a monster. In a way. I mean, you know, nowadays we have to say it's it's a mental illness and he's okay, which yeah. they actually get into in the other movies. If you ever watch them, like he gets out of jail and like he's supposed to be reformed and stuff. And like this continues mm-hmm. on and everything. I'm like, I don't know how they got four movies out of it. I'm like, once a dude's caught, like you would think, you know. Well, I mean, you would think that, they'd be over that, once someone's dead as well, but that didn't stop Jason. Yeah, but this isn't like a supernatural type thing with with that Jason. That didn't start as like supernatural a either. It became that with with Norman Bates. It never really got supernatural. It it just stuck with like the straight. It would have been like if in real life, if like um, Jeffrey Dahmer got released from prison on like mental stuff and like, oh yeah, he's cured now, so we can let him go, even though he killed all these people. That's but, not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> that should never be how it works. Tell that to the Batman franchise because they let Joker out 20 million times in different <laughs> stories from escapes. Arkham. And they've let him out too in, in other iterations. Anyway, sorry guys. <laughs> it well, is a universal a, product anyways. Since <laughs> we're on a tangent anyway, I think I told you a little bit about this the other day, but I was watching uh, Beetleborg's Metallics, the... 90s Saban kids show and they had an yes. episode for those who don't know there was like a house full of uh basically universal monsters and then yeah. a yeah. weird Jay Leno Elvis ghost uh it was basically the the monsters house almost yeah pretty much for the be the Borgs yeah 
and yeah. there was a woman who showed up who was like um a uh long forgotten universe they, they never use the term universal monster but she was mm. a long forgotten horror icon who was uh from the silent films she was known for her zombie f- uh flicks with her facial expressions where she scared the pants off people <laughs> Okay. But it was an interesting one. It would have been who a lot better it? if they didn't do, have do the camera know? going like this the entire freaking episode. Do you know who it was? Uh, I could look it up real quick. Was it the dangerous daughter or? No, it was. I mean, someone's just very forgotten. Well, I don't think it was real. I think they made it. Up. Oh, OK. They just made it up for the show. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good one though too. If you guys really like Universal monster stuff, it's I mean and Power Rangers, <laughs> so just go watch Beetleborgs if you like those two things. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to remember what episode it was. <laughs> this is not good okay. audio. All right, so uh, Psycho Two the musical plays, and I actually really enjoyed the fact that they. Oh, I found it. Okay, what is it? Uh, She was named Ruthless. Ruthless, okay. Yeah, played by Lance Wingnut. Okay. I'm going to have to look that image up here. Um, But I did like how they... they, um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? They they did like a subtle foreshadowing in this episode with just this very opening, like you, we have no other context to what the episode's going to be like besides of course the title, because we're in 2023 now. Um, but back then it was like a great subtle foreshadowing of this episode is going to be based around music because mm. grandpa's already talking about music. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I didn't catch that. Yeah. But, uh, Eddie is now into the film. Uh, But Herman quickly comes over and tells him, no, 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 no murders, no muggings, no violence until you finish your homework. (laughs) (laughs) You know, good parenting. Uh, (laughs) So Marilyn comes in and screams for absolutely no reason. Uh, She's back this episode. That's why she's like, yes, I get screen time. (laughs) Uh, She has some exciting news. The lizards are coming are coming uh grandpa's like well i'll need to call someone to uh call the spiders <laughs> marilyn's like no 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 they're a rock uh band uh they're they're new and they're gonna be in the area to be on this tv show called rock fever eddie howls for the first uh, again for this episode <laughs> yeah he gives his howl uh you know outstanding uh herman knew a man who had rock fever once yeah and then Eddie explains to him, no, uh, Dad. Well, <laughs> I wanted to hear this story because he starts going in about the gold rush before Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> Go back to this. I want to hear Herman's tale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently it's some TV show. Uh, MTV is on now, I guess. Uh, <laughs> is this around the time MTV got big? When did that start? Late 80s would probably be. All right, that's your era. <laughs> more specific for. Oh, screw you, bro. <laughs> uh, 
Maryland. So MTV started in '81, so yeah, it was probably okay, starting so to get it's bigger been now. Well established by now, then. Yeah. All right. Uh, probably Beavis and Butthead were on there by now. Oh, more than likely. God. They, oh, they just started their new episode. We're going off tangent again. All right. Anyway. Uh, so um, uh, I did like. like oh, go on. Well, she's so like, hey, they, we need a, they need a place to stay. So I offered them our house. How considerate of her to not even consult the family. <laughs> it, it's kind of just like the the episode uh, with the Standells back in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, the I, Far I got, Out Monsters. I, I, I looked at uh, the episode number up because I forgot. It was uh, season one, episode 26, Far Out Monsters from 1964 mm-hmm. with the Standells. Well, actually, it probably would have been 65 by that time the standells um i'm glad that they didn't redo exactly what they did in that episode because that's where i kind of thought this was going yeah when when they were like oh yeah they're gonna come here and they're gonna practice and i was like oh no they're literally copying that episode just it's not the monsters airbnb being their house out this time (laughs) which do people remember that the monsters airbnb their house out (laughs) yep (laughs) They were setting precedent. Uh, <laughs> so Grandpa hearing that they're going to be staying with them does not happy and asks what's no. wrong with a marionette. Uh, yeah. Apparently they got thrown out for trashing their hotel room. Uh, Herman hopes they can do the Did same for them. Did you say the marionette? Yeah. Uh, Marriott. Mar- Her- Marriott. Okay. Yeah. The, the Marriott Motel or hotel yes. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said marionette like, like I may Pinocchio. Have. <laughs> I, I may have, but... <laughs> Eddie's hoping they play their biggest hit, which is called Baby Burn Me, Love Me. <laughs> which I, I'm curious what that would sound like. Um, Rob Zombie, please do that song because I could see that being a title of his song. Uh, Burn me. Grandpa wants the love theme from the Towering Inferno and then just goes to his lap. Yeah, Grandpa, like, as soon as he hears that there's another freaking band coming to the house, he's like, I'm out, deuces, <laughs> peace. <laughs> like I'm out. <laughs> so uh, at that point, uh, at this point, Lily decides to come downstairs. Which I hope we see the upstairs of their house eventually. Yeah, we haven't had like a bedroom scene or nothing yet, have we? No, well, we may get to that. No, no, we won't. That's right. He's in the living room. So yeah, we haven't yeah. seen anything from upstairs at all, except for just at the top of the stairs with the suit of armor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, Herman compliments her and uh, she thanks him as she's been upstairs splitting her ends. Uh, Herman Herman notices how she didn't miss any. And the doorbell rings, interrupting this uncomfortable moment for her, their child. Uh, (laughs) And Marilyn freaks the fuck out. Yeah, it's uh, a. Oh, Lily thinks they got takeout food because no one bothered to tell her what's going on yet. And she's uh, extremely upset because she thinks it's a waste of money. Where would where would the monsters order takeout food from? Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to think of it now. Thinking about what they eat. Like. Uh, the only thing coming to my mind, I think. is pizza in like Chinese uh, delivery. Would it be the the um, the ancestor of the guy who ran the uh, laundromat back in the other <laughs> show? 
Oh, just the, a completely like racist ass version of the character. How did that guy not come after Herman for destroying his business? Right. Oh man. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's the the lizards. Uh, Marilyn introduces them. Their names are uh, Rick, Ron, and Ralph. Yeah. Uh, Which at, Ron at is first... in the middle. I'm guessing who Rick and Ralph are. Uh, <laughs> So if I'm wrong throughout any of my stuff, uh, forgive me, because they didn't exactly point out or name them. No, they did not. <laughs> well, no, uh, uh, the one guy gets the name um, down in the lab later. Does he? I missed that. That would uh, yeah, help me a he ton. Says his, he says his name. Um, I forget which uh, one he was talking to, though, because he looked at both of them. That's the thing. Is <laughs> it very ambiguous. Uh, but it. the guy in the middle is named Ron, who marvels over Herman and then spots door shoots up and their uh, drummer, who I think is Rick, wants to know what's in there. Uh, Lily, uh, uh, some fire shoots out at some point and Lily's like, oh, no, it hasn't happened yet. Lily's like our uh, spot sleeps in there and they begin calling spot like it's a dog until fire erupts from the hole and they jump back. <laughs> right. So Ron's like if. If that's their dog, he would hate to be their mailman, which, yeah, a lot of postal workers have died coming to this house. It's yep. fucked up. <laughs> hey, man, you take the job. You got no. That's... Uh, uh, yeah. So, some postal workers just were a lot stronger than man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my aunt's a postal worker. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Uh does she meet spot yet <laughs> yeah so down in the lab lily is asking grandpa to help uh with her surprise anniversary gift so not only do we have the lizards we now have a b plot of their anniversaries coming up yeah uh grandpa's going through his book just okay here so we're clear um on the names rick was the guy in the middle as you said Ron. uh Ron. Yes. Ron is played by Joey Green, right? Yes. Maybe. Yeah. I'm just going in the order that they oh, yeah, gave so, the name. Yeah. So Rick and Ralph, I have no clue who the hell that which one is which. Because because Ron's the only one they name down the lab later. Well, that he was in the middle. So I'm assuming the middle name is his. Well, Joey Green is is the only one who's played by the um, black guy. Okay, so he was the one furthest away from Marilyn when she starts naming him, and he plays who? Ron. Okay, so yeah, I have these names completely wrong then. <laughs> they weren't even given the names in the order that they were standing. Right. So, oh. so yeah, Ron is the one who's played by Joey Green. Um, and then that's that's it. The Ralph and Rick. Uh, I'm assuming Rick has the more uh, pointier face out of these three. And then Ralph is going to be the other guy. So I'm just going to start referring to him <laughs> as drummer, lead singer and other guy. Uh, <laughs> or Ron. I know Ron. Drummer, lead singer and Ron. Um, also, I looked up Babe Ruthless from from the show. Does it look like a like a like. Like a, a a Bigfoot almost. What are you talking about? Never mind. We're going to move on because clearly it's not. What the fuck not. is 
Babe Ruthless. I don't I don't know. I, I was trying to find the ruthless ruthless character from uh Beetleborgs that you were talking about, and that's all I'll I just could find. Send you the Wikipedia link and you look okay, at that. Do that. All right, uh, anyways. So yeah. Grandpa's going through his book, everything he wanted to know about the uh about alchemy, yes. but we're afraid to ask. Lily asks if this is going to work, and he explains how alchemy works. It's a, it's as reliable as astrology, so not really, uh, which is true. Uh, for, here's okay. a little history lesson. Sorry, I'm going to do this to this. All right. In order from left to right, when we first meet the group. Oh, oh you yes, have, yes, yes. You have Ron, Rick, and Ralph. Okay. I'm look because I'm look. I, I pulled up the image of them standing next to each other and I'm comparing it to their, their, what they look like in real life. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's, that's good to know. I, I just took the shows and like I said, that they were the, naming them in order. <laughs> like I said, the pointy face guy is Rick. So, and then that just leaves Ralph as the other guy who I'm guessing yeah. Ralph is lead singer then. Which one's the middle Rick. 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 So Ralph is the drummer. All right. Rick. <clears throat> okay. So yeah. Moving forward, we're down in Grandpa's lab, and he's doing his fun stuff down yep. there. It's coming up on their 275th anniversary, which, if you remember the last episode, Lily said he was going to miss their 276, 77th, and 78th. So he was not going to leave before this one, at least. <laughs> Just thought you that hope. was... Need you little hope. info. Uh, <clears throat> so grandpa wants to know what Ebenezer Munster will get her. Uh, she thinks it'll be her 700 and um, 275th bottle of Day Slaughter, which I don't know what that is. So <laughs> uh, nice uh, guy. If you somehow know the answer to this one i appreciate well, everything Lather you've done is lather is a, a the company uh, for cosmetics so estee slaughter oh, so I'm it's assuming. some kind of cosmetic yeah you don't know okay. what estee lather is you're, you're no. married bro what the fuck that doesn't mean shit <laughs> i'm i'm not gonna say your wife's name but i'm sorry for you that you have to live with this man okay <laughs> <laughs> she don't listen to this. You should know what Estee Lauder is. Like, oh my goodness. I've to never this. heard of that in my life. It's just a play on words, is what they did here. Estee Slaughter instead of Estee Lauder. That's all. I tried so hard to look that up and I could not get anything. <laughs> well, it is spelled Estee as an E S T E E and then Lauder. I think it's L A U D E R. Yeah, I figured it was something. Yeah. For- uh we don't uh, buy that stuff here by the way we just i just know of it i'm sure we've had it in our house beforehand so so uh, yeah she's like if he remembers at all and grandpa asks if she got the tin and lead he asked for to make the gold uh mm. she pulls out some tin foil and lead pencils uh grandpa just looks at him doesn't seem too happy before moving forward anyway uh are you cold? Oh, you're yawning. Okay. <laughs> uh, he then gets out his old reading magnifying glass uh, before beginning whatever ritual he's about to do. Oh, yeah, I was going to go to alchemy. Uh, so for those who don't know, alchemy was like very beginning of chemistry where they would use some cheap 
uh, chemical reactions to trick people into thinking they can turn metal into gold and basically swindle people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, so, it was kind of like a snake oil type thing. Like, yeah, this is what we're going to do, science. but with science. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, uh, I mean, the cosmetic companies are still doing snake oil shit with science. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, it says before starting to make sure your electron modulator is in working order. So it's another book that incorporates modern tech, like the 60s show. Got it. Uh, modulator. <laughs> I swear grandpa was like the prerequisite for, uh, Doofenshmirtz from, uh, Phineas and Ferb. You never oh, watched Phineas okay. and Ferb, did you? Did you? Okay. Uh, like he, he always just <sighs> had these random inventions. The innator. They were always innators. It was I, whatever with innator at the end. So this would have been electron modulator. In the modulator. No, fuck. I'm, I messed it up. Never mind. I, Moving I may, on. I may be into a lot of kids shows, but once we get past the 2010s, I kind of lose it because I don't have kids and those aren't as good. Uh, Phineas and Ferb is actually a really good show. And it was yeah, I've uh, seen a few with the platypus. And that was 2007, bro. Well, you know what? Ed and Daddy was the peak. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah. where are we at? Uh, so, this is, he uh, yeah, pulls grandpa, out his modulator. He yeah, pulls it Lily, out. Lily says that sounds dangerous. Yeah, but he laughs at the danger. And, and what does Grandpa pull out? He just pulls out like a this weird handheld thing with a light. He he pulls out a a, a, a camera ball flash. Yes, it's like an old camera oh, flash. Oh yeah, that they would hold. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he, and then it has like some weird like like tassel like that you put on your nipple or something dangling off of it. <laughs> 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 it's just a tassel just hanging off of where the the actual bulb itself it would be and i'm just like what is this thing that he's going to do i was confused i i thought the magnifying glass was the, <laughs> the modulator at first well, um, he begins uh reading his book he's like simply point the modulator at the object to be changed lily freaks out noticing it's facing her head yeah <laughs> and then, then he says and then say whatever you need uh Whatever you want it to change into, you have to say it right before yeah. it happens. So he turns it on. The light bulb lights up bright. He hits the button and Lily says, cheese. Lily Jeez. goofed it this time. <laughs> Lily definitely goofed it. Grandpa did not goof anything in this episode, which no, I'm surprised about. It was all Lily. It was Lily. And yeah, so. Well, well, we'll yeah. get to the other part, but Grandpa didn't fuck anything up. It, yeah, it was already fucked up before he got there. Can't blame Grandpa <laughs> this time. Um. So yeah, Lily uh, had the, the cheese turn or the whatever. What was her it? tin foil and pencils turned into cheese? But at least the rats will be happy, especially when little it, Luigi. When, when it changed into cheese, it looked like a block of cheese with like carrots <laughs> and like other vegetables on top of it and i was like so confused that's like what are you 
doing? Like, what are we, what are we changing this into? So then she's like, all right, well you fix it, old man. Even though I screwed it up basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eddie comes down at that. He's like, Hey, the lizards are about to rehearse. You want to come listen? And Lily's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Grandpa has to stay here and fix this though. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa's like, it's not easy to reverse this. You know, uh, and then he kind of trails off uh, yeah. looking at the cheese and the tries some. Oh, no. First, he tries yeah. to turn it back into pencils and tinfoil to no success. Uh, then he takes a bite and he immediately takes uh, the rest over to Stanley to try, which uh, Stanley just barks at him. Yep. Really loud with the bark, too, this time. Yeah, uh, It's still unknown whether it's nice or not based on Grandpa's reaction. Yeah. Then grandpa goes back over to the cheese and turns it into a chicken. <laughs> uh, first, we get a cut back to the basement. There was a commercial cut in between this. Yeah. Where he's still trying to do the yeah, He's like, it's no time to be chicken. And then poof. Now he's got a chicken. Yeah. And then he shoes the chicken off. And then what is laying there afterwards to It's a golden egg. A golden he's egg. so excited. Until he cracks it open on his hand and it reveals it's just an egg. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Lily busts on in and is like, hey, uh, old dude, like, uh, can we clear this up so Herman doesn't see it? Everybody's coming down here real quick. So uh, let's go and, well, and do that. First she comes down. She's like, did Herman ask you to help him with my present? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and his, respo- his response is so short to the point. <laughs> Dream on. <laughs> He's, he, you can tell he's frustrated with what's going on. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so, yeah, now is where Herman, Marilyn, and uh, maybe Eddie, I can't remember, come down with the band to show them the lab. Yeah. Uh, Eddie's not down there, uh, but yeah, everybody so. else shows up. Yeah. Uh, Herman notices that Grandpa's doing something and is like, ooh, I want to see the experiment. And Lily jumps in and is like, no, why don't you go show the guests the upstairs instead? Uh, the lead singer guy, whose name I already forgot, rushes up to shake Grandpa's Rick. hand. Who, Rick. 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 Who uh, greets them all as one. Uh, he then looked uh, the lead guy looks at his hand and Grandpa's like, oh, th- don't worry about that. That's just a little egg. Yeah. <laughs> he goes and wipes it off a random rag that he finds in this dirty lab. I'm like... You don't know what that was used for, dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rick begins wandering the room, impressed by the machinery. Uh, he grabs the modulator and asks what's uh, what this was. Grandpa tells him it's top secret experiments. Uh, the drummer asks what kind, and Grandpa says if he tells him, it won't be a secret anymore. Meanwhile, the lead guy uh, goes to touch a machine and Grandpa tells him that it's not safe to touch things in here. So he's like, Rick goes, we won't touch a thing. Then the three of them proceed to touch everything. Yeah, they're like a bunch of little kids in this scene here. Yeah. uh, Ron picks up the magnifying glass and Grandpa is struggling not to just kill them all. I mean, he's got them in the basement already. It's free food. That's delivery. Not yeah, but Marilyn will be upset with him. <laughs> Marilyn doesn't have to know. Like, oh, they, they left. I don't know what happened, Marilyn. 
Yeah, so now we cut to later that night where Herman is reading in the dining room and I got excited for a second because he was in his pajamas and I'm like, oh, are we finally going to see their bedroom? No, he's at the table because yep. he's got the their their napkin holder, the hands propping open the book. Yeah. So uh, They're Lily both in br- their PJs and, and this is where Lily is, keeps going and she's like, Oh, look at this. She's like looking at the calendar and it's like, oh, look at did this. You, What's what, tomorrow? Did you hear the uh, the drink she brought him? I, what do you mean hear it? it? It's hot decaffeinated pond scum. <laughs> Again, where would they be ordering takeout from? <laughs> <laughs> I think they got that from their uh, uh, their moat. <laughs> uh yeah herman's like why are you being so good to me <laughs> which is natural because i too get suspicious when my wife is being extra nice to me usually it means there's a vinyl coming out but you know what i do the same when uh board games are coming up <laughs> i i want her to taste my food before i'm going to eat it <laughs> <laughs> wow (laughs) all right that's a hyperbolic statement come on it's a joke oh so yeah yeah it literally opens up that cupboard door and is like hey look this calendar with this date circled on it and he's like shell you know uh what 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 look at this day do you know what's special about it it's like oh it's friday the 13th it's a monday you dumbass no is it halloween no okay what about the the, so he goes through a list of things here i'm Mm. gonna try and see which one of these is closest to the date he's guessing okay so he talks about the sinking of the titanic april 15th 1912 that's 76 years seven months and 18 days Wait, uh, what? What did you say? The sinking of the Titanic. Okay. Yeah, it was nineteen twelve, so it was seventy six yeah, yeah. years. Uh, which was the well, it started sinking on the fourteenth, but yeah, yeah. Uh, is it the anniversary of the John's Johnstown fo- uh, flood? Uh, n- no. Uh, <laughs> that occurred. Uh, May. 31st night or 1889 which is almost a hundred years so that's closer to being an anniversary uh then we got the saint valentine's day massacre mm-hmm. february 14th 1929 nope not saint valentine's day well i mean it's called saint valentine's day massacre you would assume that it's on valentine's yeah. day uh custard's last stand uh, the, the Battle of Little Bighorn lasted June 25th to 26th. That one, 112 years and five months, that's that close to being the anniversary. <laughs> so far, the closest one is the flood. Uh, then he begins, uh, Lily begins crying as he begins saying, you know, Black Monday, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, which, so here's an interesting fact stuff for you. Black Monday was the global stock market crash of 1987. Black Tuesday was the American stock market crash of 1929. Black Wednesday 
was the UK crash of 1992. It hadn't happened yet as of this show, but it was predicted. <laughs> okay. The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the uh, Simpsons. <laughs> so he looks at the circle day that, uh, from so, the so, circle on the s- calendar back to Lily. So Saturday, Sunday, and Thursday, the only non-black days that we have. Uh, that at least that he sounds didn't, so bad when I said well, it just now, but I meant like. I mean, black Friday is the right. American. So that's why I said like, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday are the only. Maybe, three. I don't know. I didn't, I only looked up what he said, but he ends with yelling loudly, black Sabbath as Lily Wales. And I hope to God he's referring to the band and not the Holocaust event, (laughs) (laughs) which took place July 11th, 1942. Oh, there is a black Thursday. The first day of the stock market crash of 1929. Yeah. So the stock market is just a, we just have, and there is a black Saturday, the battle of pinky clue. A nineteen or a fifteen forty seven battle fought between the Scottish and English. So every day is Black Day. There you go. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> yeah. So Black I, Sabbath would be some. Well, no, Sabbath is actually technically a Saturday, but we- <laughs> there are so many references to the 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 Black Sabbath. I just I hope to God it wasn't that one. Any of the others, probably okay. There's a couple really bad ones, but that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a movie called Black Sunday, though. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the lizards... <laughs> we're going to continue the show now. <laughs> let's, just, let's just toss black in front of everything just because it was a bad I, thing. I just, that sounds so bad. As as someone who is into history and stuff, I, I just got curious with all the stuff he's naming. What yeah. was the closest to being an anniversary? And it looks like it was the flood. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, now we're back in the lab. The lizards are sneaking in. They're going to play around with all the tech. Uh, and a bat flies by them. Was is that Igor? Yeah. Was that Igor? I don't know. Uh, they pick up the modulator thinking it's a camera and they decide to all take a picture. What do they yell? The band Lizards. name. <laughs> yep. These guys are are, are are tools, dude. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so so uh, when yeah. I saw this scene, my first thought was it it's like a different take on like goosebumps. You know mm-hmm. how like in goosebumps you would do this stupid shit and you would go into some mysterious place, whatever. But the way goosebumps played it out is very scary, like in tone. This is like a goosebumps story, but not scary. Like the tone isn't set scary because it's like kind of role reversed almost. Anyways, no, I, I got from another say, perspective. I, I like the goosebumps. Uh, you know, R.L. Stein is great. He's still producing or writing that stuff. Um, yeah. So Lily comes down to wake Grandpa, who comes out of his, you know, coffin, flapping his hands mm. again. I love. I that gets me every time. I don't think I'm ever gonna get tired of that. Um, so he says that uh, she must have come down to see the gold. It worked brilliantly. Uh, yeah. Lily says that must have been the explosion she heard on her way down, right? What explosion? 
She swears she heard the lizards and then some kind of boom. So Grandpa immediately goes to investigate, finding a bunch of rubber lizards. <laughs> also, do you like how the lizards are like Power Rangers? Uh, they got red, blue, and yellow shirts on, each of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Grandpa just... He's not happy at all, but he's glad that they didn't call themselves the elephants. What if grandpa was the bat that flew by and was just like, fuck it. <laughs> They're going to kill themselves and then I'll have food. <laughs> well, uh, we didn't see him lock himself back into his casket, though, so it had to be a different bat. I mean, there was a cut. You don't know. Uh, and then because he was flapping like this, like he just became not not a bat again. Well, he was a bat when she opened the casket, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, yeah. Uh, this is where grandpa pleads with uh uh because we go to a cut and then we come back to everybody that well Herman and Marilyn are back down there now. Yeah, her Marilyn's freaking the fuck out. <laughs> She's freaking out, and grandpa's like, Look, actually, you know, I told them not to touch anything. This isn't my fault, you know. And, and, and he's honest. I mean, he's being truthful. He didn't do nothing. Yeah, Herman's telling her to look at the bright side. If their tails break off, they'll regrow. That's yeah. something they couldn't do as people. Also, Grandpa, maybe put your stuff away. You have a bunch of random ass kids walking yeah, around your house. Put a bolt on that lab door. From the inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Lock up it, your weapons, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, so uh, Grandpa's like, look, no. Please don't. It's not my fault, but I will get them back to normal. I promise. Uh, Eddie comes in with a shaker full of flies and then grandpa starts grating it into the cage. And Marilyn's like, you're feeding them flies? Well, what are they supposed to eat? Twinkies? Yeah, and then uh, Marilyn freaks out and she she runs into the coffin. Yeah, she throws herself into grandpa's coffin. Uh, Herman and Lily try to get her out and Herman's like, look, you're being a quitter and that's something that monsters just aren't. But she doesn't leave the coffin. So Herman quits trying. <laughs> I quit. Did you notice there's like a femur like right next to them all in this shot? That, in that doesn't shot? shock me. There's like no, this giant femur just sitting on a shelf that has a bunch of dust on it. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, grandpa needs to clean more. <laughs> grandpa, grandpa totally could have killed these boys and then just threw three lizards on the floor. And then like they, they turned themselves into lizards. What can I do? Yeah, yeah I, I want people to know I'm referring to them as toys because they were rubber lizards, but oh, we're yeah, meant yeah. to believe they're real. Yeah, they, they were. Hence why grandpa's feeding lizards. them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, and those Lily were big lizards too. Yeah, it's gonna be like, weird in that little rat cage. Uh, Lily finally forces it open and gets Marilyn out, and Grandpa tells her in order to reverse the electronic effusion, it requires tonal transformation. I had to listen to that several times to get it correct. Uh, <laughs> Herman agrees with him, and Grandpa just turns to look at him like, What do you, what? Shut up. Uh, he's like, uh, he, he needs to find the, a specific sound. It's somewhere between a cat dragging its claws across the blackboard. Oh, God. 
I don't know if I told the story, but when I was younger, uh, you know, nails on a chalkboard, I was like, hey, uh. let's find out what this is like. So I did it. I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling so much. It stuck with me for almost 30 years. The um, feeling or the sound? The feeling. <laughs> the feeling that you get from the sound or just the feeling no, from doing it? No, just the feeling it. of the chalkboard underneath your finger. To, oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it invokes a physical reaction, audio listeners, if you, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the whole time that Grandpa's talking, Herman's like, mm, yeah, that's right, that's right, yep. <laughs> and Krampus is, we, you don't know what you're talking about, shut up. Yeah. Uh, Lily, Lily starts to get hot and bothered by this so- description of the sounds he's talking, her father mentioning and <laughs> well from the artist too yeah she's she's so, getting very uh <laughs> she looks like she's going about to go double click her mouse later so let's just put it at that and <laughs> grandpa mentions uh or somebody mentioned i didn't write down who uh char it's like a charles bronson singing feeling yeah yeah and grandpa says that lily really loves picturing that uh that was weird. Yeah. And then uh, we go from Lily basically just blowing up in her dress to <laughs> rock fever. Cure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're at rock fever on stage nine as the host begins the show without the band present. But apparently that's OK, because there were two other bands playing with the lizards and they are the third and final act of the night. Yep. Uh, the family shows up and Herman points to the sign saying, uh, this could be it. <laughs> it's, it's literally a sign that says rock fever. And he's like, hey, we might have found it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Herman walks away to go do something. I don't even remember what the heck he was going to do. Well, uh, Grandpa lets slip that Herman has a present and Herman instantly wants it. That's what it was, yes. He it's got a, the present and he walked away with it. What was his present, Mike? You know, I don't know. You I don't remember? Tell. Okay. It was gold neck bolts. He loves them. They're goody, not gold, goody, goody. Though. And then he goes to put them on. Grandpa tells her he knew Herman didn't get her anything. And Lily says, it's not the present, but it's the thought that counts. And then she starts crying and leading on Eddie to support her weight. <laughs> but they're not gold. <laughs> so I the host said runs that so loud in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> the ho- it didn't sound very loud to me. Uh, the host runs back and says they must be the lizards. And Grandpa's like, uh, no, but the host stops them. He doesn't have time. They're already pushing it as it is so he starts yeah. shoving him towards the stage and grandpa says that they can't and the host says why not but herman walks out and the host thinks they were waiting on the big guy so he pushes them out and introduces them mm-hmm. the crowd is going wild i might add and uh so no one seems to care that it's not actually the lizards uh even though they were there to watch the lizards right <laughs> that was the headliner Grandpa grabs a guitar, tells Herman to go for it, Elvis, and Eddie grabs the drumsticks. Yeah. Herman says he will be singing. Lily 
the light of my life on our anniversary, which is a number he wrote for his wife on their anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) So he did get a gift for Lily. Uh, He asked. Yeah. uh, Yeah. He asked Eddie and grandpa if they're ready and they begin playing. And this has to be the inspiration for the scene for Rob Zombie's movie with Herman. It was just way too similar. Dancing and uh, uh, singing like that. Yeah, except the song was awful because it's the monster rap. And oh boy. It it it's kind of set up like uh not the mo- the monster uh bash, but mash. um mash. Yeah, sorry. The monster mash, but uh Don't you uh, besmirch one of my favorite songs. It it felt like the songs from like that time era though. Yeah, the beginning of rap, which is not good uh, for everyone listening. I'm biased. <laughs> I am a rock metal guy. Just well, I mean, it is rock fever. They still it's still like on yeah, a rock but the, it's called the monster rap. Well, I don't care take, what Herman let's, named let's it. Let's take a listen. How about that? How about that? How about we take a listen? Are we going to get hit for this? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. <laughs> So we use the monster rap. So we use the monster rap. When she spoke, wolves howled and howled, and my heart began to beat out loud. I knew that I would love her so. She came right out of Edgar Allan's pole. So we see. <laughs> okay. And it keeps going on for a while, too. So it's. Yeah, it does. But I, I enjoyed it. I, I liked the song. Um, I did not. It was, uh. uh I uh, I want this remastered and available on iTunes. You heard me, um, Universal? No, you. you heard me, son? <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. Go ahead for people who want it so they can support monsters. I'm not going to spend my money on it. But so <laughs> Herman's voice hits a pitch so high it causes the band to go back to normal and yep. also blows out some lights. The crowd loved it, and the host signs out. Eddie jumps around outside the spotlight, being <laughs> ignored, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, Herman begins signing autographs, and Lily tell Lily's right next to him, telling all the girls to keep their hands off the goods. So she she uh, calls them groupies. Yes, yeah, he's all <laughs> hers. It's like little groupies. He's mine. Let's go. Yeah, the, the lizards walk up to Grandpa Marilyn and Eddie asking what that noise was. I agree, lizards. Uh, Grandpa says it was Herman singing from the heart. Uh, the lead guy goes, sounds like laryngitis. <laughs> uh, Grandpa says that's the exact note that they were looking for. Uh, so the lizards go to the host to like, look, we're ready to go now. And the host's like, no, no, the show is over. The band is like, but we're rock stars. Yeah. And the host is like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Now that guy over there signing all those pictures, that's the real rock star. (laughs) Herman now (laughs) has sunglasses, which I don't think he was wearing the first time we saw him signing this stuff. Uh, (laughs) uh, And Herman asked Lily how to spell love you, baby. And she just smiles at him to over too overcome by affection to let the jealousy take over right now. Yeah. This is a, a shot. I'm going to put this up on our screen here. 
um, of the three guys after they just came out of being. Is he going to punt hit the host? Lizards? I'm not sure what he was about to do. Um, I'll, I'll mute it and play that. There you go. So I, <laughs> I, uh, I saw this image here that's on the screen, guys. If you guys are watching the thing, I'm sorry if not. Um, it straight up reminds me of a Power Rangers thing. It has the freaking yeah, neon lights does. behind it and everything. And it, it's crazy that it, it just lined up just like that. But this is when they're just like, uh, oh, we need to perform. We're rock stars, bro. Like, And mm-hmm. he's kind of like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you are but guess what we're done <laughs> it's like we're not doing the show anymore <laughs> uh, oh these poor guys uh, well we got one final scene you ready for it yep uh, back at home Herman tells her that he would never forget their anniversary never. Uh, she's given him the best 274 years uh, the armor slams his head against the wall 275 years of his life She says it seems like just a century. And the rest of the family roll out a cake to celebrate, uh, but they need to light the candles. So Spot helps them out and sets the whole cake ablaze. Uh, The candles (laughs) didn't look like they were lit, but the cake sure as heck did. Uh, Lily thanks Spot and freeze frame. (laughs) Yeah, this this is awesome because if you watch it, you get to see how I have it up on screen again for video of people too. Um, <laughs> he blows the candles in it. You can tell that the pyro did not work how it was supposed to work because even after they cut the candle, the, 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 uh, all the candles aren't like lit, like mm-hmm. in the way that it should be because they set up like a pyrotechnic behind the cake of course, to make it look like the candles all got lit, but it still didn't work in that way. I'm like, you guys made the cut. Why wouldn't you just go and light all the candles? Yeah. What? No, I was just telling you, you didn't pause that before you took it off the screen. So it's oh, still I know, going. I know. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was an interesting one. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah the candles just weren't lit. It was burning the cake down yeah uh Um, so do you want to give your thoughts of this episode the arthur company episode uh sorry i put up on the screen the company that actually did these uh the show guys it's the arthur company if you don't remember us talking about in the first episode of this uh the monsters today stuff um i i don't know i like the episode i thought it was a interesting take on because when it first started out I was like oh no they're gonna do the whole like you know Standell stuff that they did back in the 60s and we're just gonna have a, a rock show in the house we didn't get that which was awesome we actually got the monsters to perform on stage which I'm sure tons yeah. of people have always wanted we never got that in the 60s where the monsters actually did a, a music performance mm-hmm. um and yeah, I think after, you know, you watch it and you see Herman's performance, there's no doubt in my mind that you can't, you can't be like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Rob Zombie didn't grab something from this in, in some way. Um, 
But then if we ever like get him on here and be like, hey, you ever watch the monsters today? And he's like, nope. <laughs> then I'd be like, all right, well, well fuck me. I would be <laughs> shocked, honestly. Yeah. Because, I mean, just listen to him when he talks about when he used to watch all of these shows back when he was, uh, you know, family working at the circus. This yeah. was around that era that he was absorbed into TV. There's no way he missed this show. Yeah, potentially. I can see, you know. I mean, my kids miss a lot of stuff and I watch a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, there's a lot to watch now. How much was back then? You had uh, what? Lassie. Uh, the Brady Bunch, and then good stuff. <laughs> Lassie, oh crap! All right, yeah. Uh, uh, what did you I, think, though, dude? What were your takeaways I, I or had, opinions? I had a lot of fun with this one. Um, the the kind of throwbacks to the classic show again. Mm. Um, not repeating the story though. Thankfully, uh, yeah. Seeing Herman perform, even though I didn't enjoy the song at all whatsoever. <laughs> I can't stress this enough. But yeah, no, I, I really I really enjoyed this one uh, a, a lot more than I did the last one, which. You know, again, I didn't dislike, but it just it didn't hit as high as it seemed to. With a lot of these uh, with today, the, the corporate stories. monsters. No, no, that was a. Uh, the space when you go to venus oh yeah 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 because it felt a lot more like a 60s episode for mm -hmm. that one yeah uh <laughs> I, i'm glad marilyn is back i it's uh weird when the family don't have, who would you say was the main person of this story was it grandpa um or lily Oh, this episode, who would you say is the, I don't think anybody is the main because it's so well, it widely definitely spread wasn't out. Eddie. <laughs> wasn't Eddie at all. Yeah. Uh, I'd say it was barely Herman except for the very end. Yeah. I would say this is a split between a grandpa and a Lily episode. Yeah. But I would say that Herman's performance at the end helps make it. Well, I guess not really his episode, but he he sells the closing of the episode, I feel. <laughs> but yeah, I think Lily Grandpa, for sure. Marilyn, not really. Um, I'm happy she's in it, but it's not really I, her episode. I hope we get another uh, Marilyn episode coming up. I like that one we got of her, and it'd be nice to see even more of this version of the character. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I enjoyed this one. I really did. Okay. All right. So, what do we have next week, dude? Next week we this have. This has been a fun episode to do, just because we went on a couple of tangents. I'm sorry <laughs> if you guys didn't enjoy those tangents. So, uh, yeah. Mike's sleep deprived, and I'm. Just, here for the ride <laughs> yeah i was gonna say social deprived but uh, uh next week what we got dude professor grandpa professor grandpa so it sounds like we're gonna get a very grandpa centric one 
which I'm okay with because those are usually very fun. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. see. Are you doing okay? You seem to have lost uh, power. We'll see. We'll s- no, I'm just saying. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I, I, I real quick because we're on episode nine right now of this episode mm-hmm. of this show. We have uh, how many episodes are in in this season? I forget. Uh, Twenty something. I'll look it up here. Twenty two, I believe it is. Yeah, something like that. Uh, one twenty four. 24 each 24 season is 24 then so we're close to halfway there but we're nine episodes mm-hmm. in we're we're built into this world already and stuff and i'm just curious what do you think so far dude i, I no lie i am enjoying this honestly a lot more than the original <laughs> Yeah, which is weird because I, I loved the original There's, cast and everything about it, but I, it's it's got to be that this is closer to our your your time yeah, era. era. You you get more of the jokes, some yeah. more of the jokes. Anyways, I can see that. Um, I can't say that yet. Uh, especially for an '80s sitcom, I would I think that it, it there's definitely a lot of good stuff that they're doing in this. Um, but again, like last week when we did um, at the astronaut Herman, the astronaut, that one did kind of revert back to a 60s style and hmm. with these actors and stuff, it works, but it was still like, okay guys, you remember you're in the eighties now, right? Like remember where you're at and, and do the stories like this one was a good story. I, I like this. Not that there was much story to it, <laughs> yeah. but it, it it set up things. It had, like I said before, it had freaking foreshadowing and everything in this episode before we even dived on into anything. So I really like this one. Um, And yeah, I mean, you I can 100 percent see you liking this show more than the original potentially by the time we're finished especially just i like because, a lot of goofy things though so yeah yeah well that and i'm sure like because of the 80s tone and stuff like that like like that's like bread and butter of what we grew up on most likely is 80s and 90s sitcoms and that's more like what this is um i mean i grew up on like i dream of genie and shit like that too uh, yeah. bewitched and the monsters oh, and bewitched. all that stuff but i love uh, lucy I love Lucy, all those things as well. Honeymooners. But, you know, for the majority of our our childhood, I think that all the other, the 90s and the 80s sitcoms were out all Mm -hmm. all over the place. Uh, I'm curious where they go with a lot of this stuff, though. I'm interested to see how much further they can take us with, with these same characters with building the world and everything. And where we get more family members in or if it's just going to I'm worried because it is three seasons that eventually it's going to plateau and not go up, you know. So that's my only worry with this show. Again, yeah, it's been out got- for decades now, so I'm sure other people are out there like, nah, it doesn't do that. So yeah, <laughs> let me experience it on my own you. time. Yeah, uh, I could, mean, we got 63 episodes to go. And I even when stuff 
reaches its peak. Like, uh, take, for instance, my favorite sitcom of all time, Scrubs. Season Mm. five for me is the epitome of that show. And even though, you know, the following three seasons aren't as good, it's still enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Um, any other things that we have to tell about or anything like that besides next week's episode? Um, no, nothing off the top of my head. Go vote. Leave us a review. Tell people. We <laughs> love talking to people. Uh, you know, shout out to Nice Guy. Uh, loving his feedback on all of our YouTube videos. Yes, thank you very much. Um, and you guys also just let us know what you, you're thinking of the show in any, any possible way you can. Oh. even emailing us and stuff i got something i apologize okay. for mike's hideous ai art <laughs> a couple weeks ago yeah for uh, st patrick's day um yeah uh and and when tibis <laughs> says to go vote he means to go vote for the rondo award that's r-o-n-d-o-a-w-a-r-d.com and that voting ends when tibis april 23rd so you got three more weeks yeah and there you can vote for rob zombies the monsters you can write us in for the podcast vote all that fun stuff we would really appreciate it too if you guys do that as well so uh definitely uh helps the show out we get some recognition and stuff like that um some more monster fans can find us because i'm sure not every person who loves the monsters has found us yet no there's no way there's no way (laughs) Um, either that or they just don't like us and then we're sad so sad I'm fine with it ah. <laughs> you can't please everyone I know I'm married <laughs> you deserve to get hit so much more than you do <laughs> alright thank you guys again for joining us on this ride and uh, yeah uh, look forward to continuing it with you for at least another year or so year or two yeah 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 well over a year we're by looking time, around by June time of next year f- by the time we're finished they're going to announce that they're doing a new monster show <laughs> i mean i would be ecstatic or even like a sequel to rob zombie's film let's yeah. fucking get more <laughs> definitely definitely um, you have which, until again, june of next year universal do it <laughs> or we'll just come back yeah Bears. we'll come back <laughs> <laughs> we got plenty of content we can do too all right guys uh with that said uh thank you very much and we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 mockingbird lane the lesson i want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like you can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father or you can be black or yellow or white it doesn't matter. What does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character.